This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. Today's Thursday. And we are sponsoring a series of Shiurim by Harav Moshe Eberman on the positive mitzvot, the positive side of Shabbat. Harav Eberman. In today's class, we move on to discuss the topic of Hadlakat Nerot. The lighting candles for Shabbat. Shabbat candles, to a great extent, have become very symbolic of the essence of Shabbat. Many Jews who do not participate in any other aspects of Shabbat and definitely do not refrain from melacha on Shabbat will symbolically light candles for Shabbat. As well as the well-known push in the Chabad movement that the specific identity of women is in their push that every woman light a Shabbat candle. Ishkol tadlekna nel Shabbat. Nel Shabbat, candles for Shabbat represent very much the idea of Shabbat. What we will attempt to do today is understand the fundamentals of this halacha, this requirement of Hadlakat Nerot on Shabbat. The Rambam in Perak Hay of Hilchot Shabbat, Halacha Aleph, speaks about Hadlakat Nerot and states as follows. Hadlakat Ner B'Shabbat Eina Reshut Im Ratsa Madlik V'im Ratsa Eino Madlik Lighting candles on Er Shabbat or candles for Shabbat is not something that falls into the category of Reshut, something that one has a choice whether to fulfill or not. There are certain mitzvot a person chooses if he wants to do this, then he's got to do it in a particular manner. He doesn't want to do it. He does not have to uh, fulfill it at all. Hadlakat Nerot is not a reshut. It's a requirement. But, says the Rambam, Velo mitzvah she'eino chayav lirdof achareha ad she'yasena kegon eruvei chatserot o netilat yadayim la'achila ela chova. In required mitzvot, we can distinguish between two terms in halacha. One term speaks of the idea of a mitzvah. It's a requirement, it's a command, but it's limited to the situation in which one can fulfill the mitzvah. If I have the capability, if I have the means, I have the necessary tools to do it, then I fulfill the mitzvah. If not, then I don't fulfill the mitzvah. And here the Rambam uh, speaks of examples, Eruvah Chetzerot, Netilat Yadayim. On the other hand, um, one could speak of a required, a chova, where one would have to make great efforts to enable himself 
to fulfill the mitzvah. Says the Rambam that Hadlakat Nerot falls into the category of Chova, and consequently, he proceeds and says, Afilu einlo mayochal shoel al haptachim velokeach shemen umadlik etaner sheze bichlal onik shabbat. Says the Rambam that even if one does not have sufficient money for a candle to light for Shabbat, one has to go and ask of others to contribute him contribute money to him so that he can acquire oil and light a candle for Shabbat. This is the essence of the chova of Hadlakat Nerot. This idea that the Rambam brings in categorizing the requirement or the halacha of Hadlakat Nerot as chova is something that he extracts from the Gemara in Shabbat, in Davchafhei Amudbet. And the Gemara there brings down, in the name of Abaye, Sha'ani Omer Hadlakat Ner B'Shabbat Chova, says the, um, says Abaye, that Hadlakat Ner on Shabbat is categorized as a chova, and that is what the uh, Rambam elaborates, that near Shabbat is something that one has to sort of make the effort which would enable him to fulfill the mitzvah. What is this great importance in lighting candles? Why do we require a person to even have to go and ask others to give him money, to basically beg for finances so that he can fulfill the mitzvah of Hadlakat Nerot. I think that this can be seen from a later statement in the Gemara and Shabbat. Gemara quotes the Pasuk, a pasuk in Eicha, which laments the loss of shalom, of peace. As my soul has sort of left, has left behind, has ignored shalom. And the Gemara there continues and says, what is Vetiznach Mishalom Nafshi? What is it referring to? It's referring to the lighting of candles on Shabbat, namely not that the lighting creates the Haznachat Shalom, the ignoring Shalom, but the lack of lighting, the inability to light the candles, is an expression of Vetiznach. Mishalom Nafshi. And Rashi there explains, Uve Makom She'ein Nil Ein Shalom. Where there is no candle lit, 
There is no peace. Sheholech v'nichshal ba'afela. That one walks in darkness due to a lack of light, lack of candle, and trips over objects. This tripping obviously brings about both possible physical injury and definitely anger, frustration, which stand in contradiction to shalom. Namely, the halacha of lighting candles on Shabbat is meant to help create an atmosphere of peacefulness in one's home on Shabbat. The importance or the centrality of Shalom is what brings about that we say there's a chova, a strong requirement to uh, light candles on Shabbat. Another expression of the centrality, the importance of Hadlakat Nerot is found in the Mishnah in Shabbat in Daflamel Aleph Amud Bet, which we'll return to later. The Mishnah says, "Al shalosh averot nashim meitot bishat leidatan, al sheinan zehirot benida bechala uvehadlakat aner." The Mishnah states that there are three averot for which women are punished at the time of birth because they were not particular enough in these areas of halacha. One is nida, in making sure that she informs her husband when she is in nida, when in counting out the days, in going to the mikvah, all the halachot that are connected and associated with nida. Chala, in taking off the part of chala from baked bread, and in hadlakat haner, in lighting candles. A woman who is not particular enough in lighting candles regularly on Erev Shabbat might find herself punished at the time of birth. The connection here, A, the fact of punished bishat, meitot bishat leidatan, a situation where HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually takes one's life, is clearly a statement of how important and how central this issue of Adlakat Ner is, as well as the association with halachot such as nida, which are seen as uh, halachot of great importance in Jewish life, let alone the issue that the punishment on nida is karet and so on, that um, one would understand from this Mishnah that hadlakat neirot is something of major significance in Jewish life. What is Hadlakat Ner in the association of the mitzvot asay as we have spoken about them up to now? You might remember that in our original shiur, we spoke about the Arba Yesodot, the four foundations that the Rambam speaks about 
in reference to Shabbat, Zachor, Shamor, Kavod Va'oneg, where we explain that Kavod and Oneg are expressions of Shamor, namely, we have Zachor, Kavod and Oneg. Where does Hadlakat Neirot fall in to this structure, to this framework? In the Rambam that we read earlier in Perak Hei Halacha Aleph, the Rambam states that Afilu Einlo Mayochal Shoel Alaptachim, if one does not have even what to eat, still he must ask for money and use that money, Lokeach Shemen Umadlik Et Hanel, and he buys with the money he receives oil to light the candle, Shezeh Bichlal Oneg Shabbat. That this, namely the lighting of candles, is part of Oneg Shabbat. Here the Rambam clearly associates Hadlakat Nerot, the lighting of Shabbat candles, to the realm of Oneg Shabbat. In Rashi, in Masechet Shabbat, on Daf Chafhei Yamudbet, Rashi writes, in reference to what the Gemara states, Hadlakat Ner is Chova, or Abaye states that Hadlakat Ner is Chova, says Rashi, Kavod Shabbatu. This is part of Kavod Shabbat, She'ein Seuda Chashuva, Ela B'mkom Because to eat a significant meal, an important meal, one must have light. No one eats a, an important meal, a, a meal of prominence in the dark. And therefore, the Hadlaka Taner, the Ner, is creating Kvod Shabbat. Not only Rashi, but the Rambam himself in Perak Lamed mentions Hadlakat Nerot in connection with Kvod Shabbat. In Perak Lamed Halacha Hei, the Rambam says, Mesader Adam Shulchano Be'erev Shabbat, Ve'afal Pi Sheinot Tzarech Elakezayit, Ve'chen Mesader Shulchano Be'motzai Shabbat, Ve'afal Pi Sheinot Tzarech Elakezayit, כדי לכבדו בכניסתו וביציאתו. So here the Rambam is clearly talking about Kvod Shabbat. The Rambam is saying that one is to set one's table Erev Shabbat and on Motzei Shabbat, even though he's only going to eat a small amount, because this is Kvod Shabbat. And then he continues, ויהיה נר דלוק and there shall be a lit candle, or candle lit, set table, mita mutsaat, a ready and neat couch, and I believe that what it means here is the couches that were used at their time to eat their meals on, 
Shekol elu l'chvod Shabbatim. All these are part of Kvod Shabbat. Namely, the Rambam here associates Hadlakat Ner with Kvod Shabbat. In one place, the Rambam relates to it as Onik Shabbat. In another place, he refers to Hadlakat Nerot in the capacity of in the capacity of Onik Shabbat. What is going on here? What is the true relationship of Hadlakat Ner to Kvod and Onik Shabbat? Reb Chaim Salvechik in the Chidushe Hagrach discusses the relationship of these two halachot found in the Rambam in Perak Hey Halacha Aleph and Perak Lamed Halacha Hey, but from a somewhat different perspective. His discussion there is from the perspective of when is the candle meant to be lit? And he points out that in Periklamid there seems to be a an indication, which he extrapolates from the Rambam, that the candle should be lit during the day, before nightfall. When it's still day, he has to prepare his home. And in reference to that comes the next statement, The candle should be lit. Understand, Zephaim, that what we have here is a statement requiring that one light the candles before Shabbat enters. On the other hand, the wording in Perak Hay does not seem to stress the issue of the lighting before Shabbat. Reb Chaim clearly says it can't be that one is meant to light the candles on Shabbat. So therefore, the Rambam in Perak Hay Halacha Aleph also understood or meant that one would light the candles before Shabbat. Yet, he doesn't stress it there, and he speaks about the lit candle on Shabbat. Why? So here says Reb Chaim that each of these is pertaining to a different dimension, a different aspect, and he concludes as follows, Uvazeh shapir miyushav l'shon harambam debeperek hei Says Rebchaim that in Perak Hay the Rambam is speaking from this perspective of Oneg. Oneg applies during Shabbat. Onik Shabbat cannot be accomplished before Shabbat begins. Onik Shabbat needs to be that there is a certain pleasure that one receives during Shabbat. Therefore, since the focus in Perak is on the Oneg, he speaks about the light of the candle that is lit during Shabbat. On the other hand, in Perak Lamed, 
בחיוב הדלקה מדין כבוד שבת. וכדמוכח מהד כלל בהדי דכבוד, הוא מסיים שכל אלו דכבוד שבת. So on the other hand, in פרק למד, the Rambam speaks about it from the perspective of כבוד שבת, as we saw previously. From this perspective of כבוד שבת, the candles need to be lit beforehand. כבוד שבת, as we said, is primarily things that are done in preparation for, in an attempt to create the atmosphere, the mood. Much of כבוד שבת, as we have spoken about it previously, is done on Erev Shabbat. The action of lighting the candles is the element of כבוד שבת. Consequently, what Reb Chaim seems to be understanding here is that there are two dimensions, two elements to the Hadlaka Taneiro, the candles on Shabbat. One is the action, the act of lighting the candle. The fact that I light the candles actually creates a Kvod Shabbat. A house that has light is a house that's filled with respectability. As we saw, no one would eat. As Rashi says, no one would eat in the dark. If one wanted to eat, one would turn on the lights. Therefore, when preparing the home for the atmosphere of Shabbat, one needs to light candles. Candle lighting, the action of lighting, is part of Kvot Shabbat. On the other hand, there is the pleasure that is derived from the candles which are lit during the Shabbat, that is Oneg Shabbat. That pleasure that one receives from the light, the fact that one does not stumble, that one can see what they're doing, that is, in a sense, Oneg Shabbat, and that is what he speaks about in Perak Hay. Furthermore, the Rambam there in the next halacha says, Mutar lihishtamesh benel shel Shabbat, v'hu shelo yeh adavar tzarich iyun harbe. As opposed to Chanukah candles, Shabbat candles are permitted, and one might even say are meant for the purpose of use. It's only a question of how fine a light one would need, lest he tilt the candle to create a larger flame, and then, pa- or then encounter the prohibition of Havara on Shabbat. But the actual use, the actual extraction of pleasure from the light of, of the candles is part of the issue of Hadlakat Nerot. And therefore, says the Bhaim, there is an element of the action of lighting the candles, and that falls into the category of Kvot Shabbat, setting the proper atmosphere, and the other is the pleasure and joy that's derived from the lit candles on Shabbat. The answer here offered by Reb Chaim analytically is very appropriate, fits the setting as we so- showed in the two 
different halachot. But his specific analysis that um, in Perak Lamed, the Rambam is stressing the necessity to light the candle before Shabbat is not completely clear to me. Because the wording of the Rambam, Mi Be'od Yom Mi Shabbat, is said on the earlier part of the Halacha. It's said in reference to the statement, Tzarich letaken beitomi beodyom. And then he's saying, one should prepare his home beodyom. Later the Rambam continues, Vihiye nil daluk veshulchan aruch umita mutzat, shekol elu lechvod shabbatim. There should be a lit candle, set table, um, prepared couches, benches, but here it might be that these things need to be found in one's home on Shabbat. Not necessarily that one has to intentionally do something before Shabbat. So yes, in in lighting candles, there is no way of lighting it without lighting it before Shabbat. But the focus need not be the action beforehand, but the fact, Yehei Ner Daluk, that there should be a lit candle in one's home. Therefore, we might suggest a different approach, one that is found in the Arach HaShulchan, who also debates, discusses the seeming duality or even contradiction found in the Rambam, and the suggestion of the Aruch HaShulchan in Siman Reish Samach Gimel Seif Bet is that Travayu Itnu. Both are true. Oneg and Kvod Shabbat. De bemakom she'ochlim have michvod Shabbat. Uvesh'arei chadarim have me'oneg Shabbat shelo yikashel bahalichato sham. And then he quotes that, that Gemara brings down, V'zehu she'amu sham, V'tiznach mishalom nafshi, Z'had lakat ner b'shabat, D'chsheyesh ner yesh shalom, V'lo yikashlu lipol. What the Aruch HaShulchan is suggest, suggesting here is that the candles lit in the dining room, the place where the Shabbat meal is eaten, those candles constitute a halacha of Kvod Shabbat. While the candles lit in the rest of the house, the light found in the rest of the house, which is meant to prevent one tripping over obstacles and hurting oneself, those are an element of Oneg Shabbat. Namely, the distinction is one of what setting we speak about. And here, maybe we can elaborate a little on the words the Aruch HaShulchan. In Perak Lamed, the context of the Nerot, the Hadlakat Nerot, is in reference to the set table, the Mitah Mutzat, which 
we have explained is a couch which was used as the eating, the place to eating where they sat to eat somewhere like a, something that would be the equivalent to our dining room tables, d- dining room chairs, excuse me. This is basically a an attempt to set up a proper framework for eating the Shabbat meal. Here, the candle light is meant to serve something else. The Oneg Shabbat, the central expression of Oneg Shabbat is the eating of the meal. But the quality, the atmosphere of that meal is affected if the table is set, if there are proper benches or chairs or couches to eat on, and if there are candles lit to give it the right atmosphere. That is the meaning of Kvot Shabbat. That which serves the Oneg Shabbat is always Kvot Shabbat. On the other hand, in Perak Hay, here the Rambam speaks about the fundamental essence, fundamental requirements, the issue of Hadlakatnir, the lighting of the candles as we spoke about earlier. Here, the Rambam says that as found in the sugya in Shabbat, the purpose of candles is predominantly to set an atmosphere of peace, prevent harm to one's home. In that case, the Shlom Bayit is an element of Oneg Shabbat. There are two aspects. There are candles that are meant to set the atmosphere for the Shabbat meal. And as such, in serving the meal, they are categorized as Kvod Shabbat. And there are candles whose purpose is just to create the element of Shalom. And Shalom is Onik Shabbat. Consequently, those are categorized as Onik Shabbat. Finally, we will conclude short note on the question of who is required to light candles on Shabbat. Here, the halacha is, as the Rambam writes in Perak Hey, Halacha Aleph, Ve'echad anashim, ve'echad nashim, chayavim liyot bevatehem nir daluk b'Shabbat. Men and women are required to have a lit candle in their home on Shabbat. Yet, from the Mishnah that we saw previously in Daflamid Aleph in Shabbat, there seems to be an idea that there is something unique and something special in reference to women lighting on Shabbat. And the Rambam himself states that in Halacha Gimel in Perakei, the women are required 
with the requirement of Hadlakat Nair more than the men. Why is it that women have a special status and even a halachic priority? If both husband and wife want to light candles, the halacha says that the woman receives priority, she lights the Shabbat candles. Why is that? Here we find, and Rashi brings it down from the Medrash, and we find two explanations, as Rashi points out in Daflamet Bet, in Shabbat. Rashi says as follows, uh, he, it's part of the comparison between Hadlakat Nerot and Chala, in reference to Chala, the Midrash Rabbah says, He ibda chalato shel olam, shal yada nitrad adam arishon, shenitram kechala, vekivta nerosh shel olam, veshavcha damo. She, by bringing about the sin of eating from Eitz Hadat, caused or brought about kibui nerosh shel olam, extinguishing the Ner Adam, bringing about the element of death of man, and therefore she has to create a certain tikkun, certain correction of this, by lighting the Ner, lighting the candles on Shabbat. But then Rashi continues and says, Ve'od habayit And more, furthermore, the caring for the home is dependent on the woman. And here the Rambam says a similar statement. They are the ones who are found in the home and they are the ones who deal with the issues of home. Here we find two explanations. One seeing it almost as an element of tikkun, of correcting a sin, and the other seeing it as a certain element of receiving some kind of compensation or some kind of payment, some kind of sachar reward for the efforts she makes at home. The one says it is correction or a, a tikkun for what Chavad did, and the other says this is basically a reward for her efforts. Her efforts all week are expressed in the candle that she lights on Shabbat, which brings about the peace to the home.